invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Yes, we know, and today the listeners have the keys to the program and who knows where they're taking it. Hope it doesn't get dinged. We debut our new power ballad, Castles Full of Thunderbox. Glenn Robbins has the mail on James Blunt. You remember him. All the breaking community news as it happens. For the final time, we'll load three synthesizers on the back of a flatbed truck and head for drought country. Who's been replaced by a poker machine? The world's most amateurish radio show. No, not this one. No. What, what does a schmacker really taste? like. Really? Not this one. Richard Marsland's Midweek Challenge is back and in the second hour, the wonderful Daniel Kitson is back on the show and uh, he's going to help us with what are you holding on to? It's a good thing Tony doesn't have a bus fare. It would fall through the hole in his pocket and he'd lose it. Oh, I'm going to miss that poetry. It's all coming up on Get This. Dropping a big fat load every day on Triple M. How big's the cleanup job? It's huge. This week at least, these cleanups have become a daily occurrence. Oh, that Raspberry Beret. It's Prince, of course, it is here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Still broadcasting somehow with myself, Tony Martin, and Ed Cavalier. You may know us as... Wastage and seepage. Hey, pushing the buttons, it's Richard Marsland. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's giving you nothing. Couldn't, couldn't get much out of him. Zero. Not very enthusiastic response there. You know, people are very keen on your work, Richard Marsland. They have been uh, for the last two years. Absolutely. Deluded. So many requests for things that you've done. Over the last two years, uh, Richard, um, Cole and Justin uh, want to hear your midweek panel challenge. What was that? Oh, that's right. Well, I'm assuming it happened in the middle of the week. Yeah, probably on a Wednesday. <laughs> One mm. of the weeks, um, possibly on a Wednesday or maybe even a Thursday. I think it was something to do with just to see how dexterous I was on the panel. Yeah. Yeah, just to see yeah. if I could play the piano okay. If he's still got the skills. Mm. Want to go back to a bit of that? Why not? Check this out. It's the middle of the week, so it's time for... The Richard Marsland Midweek Challenge. Yes, it's the uh, Richard oh. Marsland Midweek Challenge, and uh, that always prompts a lot of fireworks at the <laughs> studio. And the intro goes on a bit. Yeah, it's, it's quite a lot of fireworks, and it's clearly going to be a a great challenge. It's <laughs> a twenty-one cannon salute. I hope we're not overselling it. That was awesome. Thank wow. you. Marty Sheargold on Flashpots. Sheargold-esque. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, there's a lot of talk about Richard Mars and everyone wants him to panel their show. <laughs> they but do. How they do. good is he? The new zoo, begging for his services in Adelaide. That is true. Shebang tried to get him. Yeah. Uh, understanding 50. Um, <laughs> I was doing some stand-up with Cole Elliott a couple of weeks ago. You can't help laughing with Cole. <laughs> yeah. It's time to canvas a big issue. Mm. I think nuclear power, that'll be the big issue today. Yep. All right. And we're going to do it with the help of Richard Mars, and we're going to find out just how good he is on the buttons. Awesome. Okay. Have you been rehearsing? Uh, yeah, sure. What can you do? I mean, all I can do is crack my knuckles and hope for the best. All right. We're going to put you to the test, and we'll. Uh, I think we've got someone on the line. Mr. Howard, I think, is, is on the line. Uh, yes. Uh, get this. Uh, my film that nobody else likes is Ice Castles. Uh, that was Monday's show, Mr. Howard. Today we're talking nuclear power. Oh. Uh, is it true you knew about this bid to build a new reactor by a consortium uh, of local businessmen? Uh, of course. Uh, Crazy John told me about the idea months uh, ago. Uh, sorry? Crazy John is involved? Yes. Uh, Crazy John's discount energy warehouse. Brain-snapping nuclear bargains. <laughs> clean, green and completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> nice sound effect, Mr. Howard. Uh, Mr. Rudd, your comments? If the Prime Minister wants to be hairy-chested about nuclear energy, then yep, perhaps... Yep, we've heard that one. Uh, Rodney Rood, your view. <laughs> Mr. Howard, how many reactors are we talking about in Toto? No, no, not Toto, Richard. I quite like that song. Uh, and I'd like to request Ed Cavalier's Knights in White Satin. Knights... Uh, Mr. Howard, I think we're getting off the subject. If this keeps up, we'll never... never reach the end. <laughs> yep, yep, so if the Prime Minister wants to be hairy-chested about the moody blues... I wasn't talking to you, Mr. Rudd. <laughs> Nearly cocked it up there, Richard. You sure did. <laughs> Why do you keep playing that laugh? Is it because Rodney's on his... Frog sack. ...tour? Because he is on his... Frog sack. ...tour? Anyway, getting back to Mr. Howard, who's certainly not on a... Frog sack. ...tour? Very good, Richard. <laughs> 
<laughs> if Mr. Rude wants to be hairy-chested about... Yeah, shut up, Rudd. You're not on a... Frog sack. Tour? Who's to say whether I am or not? It's Rodney Rudd. <laughs> I'm sorry, this, this interview's completely off course. Mr. Howard, are you gearing up for a... Frog sack. Sorry, a, a showdown with Maxine McHugh? I'll take whoever the ABC can throw at me. Maxine, Ian Parmander, B2, Rob Pole with a Bailey, right. whoever they right. want. Can I just play some comments you made in a recent interview on this program? Uh, it's not one of those sketches, is it? They are, as Alexander Downer likes to say. Puro. <laughs> Good one, Richard. No, no, this is the clip here. I hear you've uh, had some pretty wild parties at the Lodge. There have been allegations about Tony, human rights abuses. Tony, that is a ludicrous caricature of my voice. I'm not going to respond to that. Mr Rudd. If the Prime Minister... Yes, thank you. That's clearly a case of... Frank Butcher from EastEnders. <laughs> you've got no right to just barge in here. I have every right. Oh, really? Why is that? I love you, you balmy old horse. I see. Uh, David Bowie, your thoughts on nuclear power? It is the NAS. <laughs> or maybe it's not. I don't think it is the NAS. Although Gavin Wood from Houseboat Horror says... Magnificent, you'll bar up. Hinder, your thoughts? That wasn't the answer I was expecting. So you're saying now you're qualified to tell me. David Dickinson from Bargain Hunt has joined us. <laughs> oh, are you just playing anything now? No, this I'm paying money. What are you doing? You're a belly black oh, come on. What? Richard, I... Richard, I don't think the computer can handle... Absolute bollocks. Well, Everybody, how good get is down! What are you doing? Sorry. You were just playing anything there at the end. Sorry. It's an old panel. It's got bell bottoms. <laughs> it can't handle that. What's all this white powder that's all over me from inside the panel? <laughs> Whoa. John Peters is in the corner. <laughs> There's an obscure reverence. Man, was our show that confusing? Who were Hinder? I'm trying to I remember. I think they were before Daughtry. Yeah, that's right. Pre-Daughtry. Pre-Plain White Tees. Post Nickelback. Mm. Uh, look, so much to get through. So many requests. So many amazing emails from the listeners. But what are we going to do now? They're going to clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun. Thank you. Me chemical raw mutts here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Thank you, listeners, for all your support for the emails that are coming in. Mm. How good are they? Oh, they're the best. fantastic. I just cannot get to bed at night just reading phone book thickness amounts of emails from the listeners. Nice uh, great comments on that fantastic petition at petitionspot.com. Yeah. Mm. And the many, many MySpace and Facebook pages are mm. uh, getting behind us here at Get This. Um, you know, why is the show going, going off the year? Most people seem to blame... The thugs in the scallop industry. That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of online oh, activity yeah. blaming them. They are everywhere. But of, uh, people yeah. blaming the exclusive brethren for some reason. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Um, that was when I, when I signed up. That's what you want to do. But still, information uh, emails are still coming in. Uh, Raphael points out, yes, Stan Grant did in fact play the guitar on uh, his current affairs program in the early 90s. He also appeared in a band I used to mix called The Squad. Stan Grant and The Squad. Bring them back to the SBS News desk. That's not a bad idea. Cost the out of the way, bring the band in. And now with world weather, it's The Squad. <laughs> but hey, what was the show you used to host? Real Life? Was it Real, real life? life, yes, okay. Real Life. So nothing to do with Semi and Angel? No, I hope not. <laughs> oh, catch Me, I'm Falling, was that? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Where was this music knowledge when we needed it? Yeah. 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 Real Life. Yeah. So many songs, so many great songs have gone to ear on Get This over the last two years. Yeah. But do you remember this one? Preparation. Hey. <laughs> Could it be? Believe it or not, it's Ed Cavalier. Uh, uh, 
I think, was Ed's own midweek challenge. We did that last year. Absolutely right, Tone. And from memory, it was uh, smooth and uh, went off without a hitch. But full of broken promises. Absolutely. And I realise that I've been, you know, maybe just talking it up and not delivering. And I don't want to be that guy anymore, Rich. I don't want to be the, you know, the dad that's not there on the birthday. You've got five and a half weeks to set things right. Yeah, absolutely right. And I'm starting. I'm starting at the top. I said that I'd write a power ballad. Now, I said that about halfway through last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, not even Rihanna took that long to write Umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that was far more complex. (laughs) So me and Matty D have got into the synth tank. Have you? And this is the way it's going to work. We're going to play the start of our power ballad. Yeah. And then it's going to go up on the website, presumably. Yeah. And then, uh, not my department, and then we're going to get the listeners to add lines as they see fit. I'm going to record it. Boom. Comes out. Boom. Straight to number one. Boom. I'm touring with the tin lids. Uh... Thalassar Stories of the Sea on stage. <laughs> Dean Guy's doing backup. Dean Guy's going to be singing backup for this guy. Yeah. So what? CDB's in the wings. So you're like sort of getting the listeners started on this. You're like yeah. the horse fluffer, as it were, and then the listeners are what? Well, just. <laughs> Fit into the grooves yeah, okay. that you're laying down today. Yeah, you're laying the grooves, kids. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I mean, anything else? Just play it. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? All right. Two, three, four. There's a cat passing in the sky. All right, kids. That's as far as you've got. I'm talking about that's that took ages. I actually saw Richard. I've never seen him do this before. Just lift the headphones away from his ears <laughs> a few inches during that. Okay, so that's what we've got. It's called Castles in the Th- Castles of Thunderbox. The basic yeah. premise is that we live in a castle mm. that we spend all our time together. Yeah, and. What were the lyrics there? Because they were slightly nasal for mine, and there I'm was, just trying to. I mean, a, I like the ambiguity of them. Yeah, <laughs> you have to put them up on the They're clear as day. There's a castle in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't remember the others, but they'll be on the website. <laughs> <laughs> Even the author can't recite them. All right, well, so that's, that's what we're doing. We're out of the blocks on that one. Yeah, have we got an outro for this segment, Rich? Yeah, sure thing. Throw in one of those old outros. It's all old segments must go. Oh, the outro. That's the beginning. We don't need to hear that again. <laughs> All right, let's have some actual music. Back in a moment. I'll get this. <laughs> it is a nice day to start again here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Oh, Haven't yeah, they been good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticking with us, uh, that 4x4 magazine's Ute of the Year. Well-deserved accolade. I yep. think we know that. And, of course, what else is Get This? Really, the premier music program on the network, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I hear that all the time from people around here. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You guys stop nattering on about music. There's mm. more to life than music, you know. Well. But we do have enormous amount of rock trivia. <laughs> At the fingertips of Richard Marsden, what have you got for us today? Okay, Radiohead. What are the fans of Radiohead here? Yeah, is that that album where you, it's just you know, whatever you want to pay for? That's it? right. Yeah, it's they've a great released, idea. Have you heard about that? They've released their new album online on their website, yeah. so and you can download it and then choose if you want to pay for it, and even then choose how much you want to pay. So yeah. it's like one of those uh, things on the highway full of apples. It's an honesty box system. That's right. That's right. And you can choose how much you want to pay if indeed mm. you want to pay at all. Mm. And they'll see some money back on gathering. Mm. I'm still waiting on whether I can get my money back on Kid A, Amnesiac or Hail to the Thief <laughs> as a matter of fact. So. Hello. Where was that little theory then when they released those two? Ooh, look <laughs> at that. that. Bitchy. Yeah, really. <laughs> okay, I've got some music news. Oh. Where's my sting? That's a great sound effect, that milk. Yeah. That milkshake sound effect has already been offered its own shift <laughs> on a rival network. Is that right? But there's bidding war for that. That's pretty good. That's what I'm told. James Blunt. Yes. Is he still around? That's right. Gee, didn't we turn on him in a hurry? Big time. Mm. But he had a few songs maybe a year ago. 
I think Marty Sheargold might have interviewed him this morning. He's great. He's fantastic. Wow, I'm yep. so glad to see him back. And uh, I'm just taking the piss for the purposes of comedy. None too soon. Mm. <laughs> but why should I have all the piss-taking fun? Glenn Robbins, do you remember when he came in? Oh, yes. old G-Rob. He was obsessed with James Blunt. There's something that has annoyed me for a long time, because I maintain the James Blunt song, uh, the Beautiful, when he starts it, mm. he has a false start. And, and, and Richard, really? Look at this, listen to the start of the song. He he starts the song um, with, the, with the normal thing, and then, yeah. and then um, he comes in too early with the lyric and then starts it again. Uh, where is it? My life is brilliant. Now, he starts it there, right? And then there's a bit of a pause. I don't know why. Oh. A bit of a gap. And then, and then he starts up a bit later on. So, that's a false start. Now, I've yes. always maintained what I put. I said, that is a mistake. It does sound like one. Things come across my desk, Tony. Do they? <laughs> what? What's happened? And I happened to come across the production tapes of that very single. Oh, is that right? Why yeah. have we not heard this before? Yeah, have a listen to what actually happened on the day. Okay, James. You're out of time with the lyrics. My life's brilliant. Oh, no, hang on, hang on, no, not yet. <laughs> no, no, you got to wait for the right time. Eh? Wait for me. Just hang on a tick. Any second now. Away you go. My life is brilliant. <laughs> Much better. Now, My what happened was, pure. it was fine, but then they got to the end of the song and he messed it up as well and just played the second part. It, it but goes it's on. time yeah. to face the truth. I will never be with you. I'll never be with me, you f***ing idiot. <laughs> James Blunt in the f***ing head. For Christ's sake, go again. <laughs> God, come to rehearsal. Okay, in your own time. Don't go early this time. Think about it, mate. Wait for it. My life is brilliant. Oh, for f***ing sake, James. <laughs> Not now. Wait for it, mate. My life is brilliant. Watch my hand signal, okay? Watching... My life is brilliant. Good. My love is pure. Now get on with it. Your love yeah. is pure, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Oh, and if you've got any requests for anything that any of our fabulous uh, co-hosts have said over the last two years, you know, give us a nudge because I can't remember everything that we've put no. to air on this show. No, no, no. Great uh, pile of uh, ideas. Oh, yeah. Oh, people want to hear Amateur radio. They're sick of um, the slickness and professionalism of Get This. Oh, wow. They want to hear something more shambolic. We can oblige next on Get This. That's Eddie Vedder, Hard Sun from Into the Wild. I think that's a new uh, Sean Penn movie. It is. It'll be a barrel of laughs. <laughs> be a yuck fest. <laughs> Apparently it's a sequel to Basketball, which is weird. Oh, wow. It's a bad time. On Triple M Around the Nation, it is Get This, uh, still heard for the following five and a half weeks. Show winding up at the end of the year. Some people saying why? Ask Peter Beattie. Oh, well, why would I want to ask Ask Pete? Steve Brax. Steve Brax. What would he possibly... Ask Bob Carr. Oh, where do I find Bob? Ask Jeff Gallup. Who is that? Ask the Labor Party. Well, the whole party. We don't ask Steve Brax. Oh, well, you mentioned Steve Brax already. Ask we... Peter Beattie. Oh, not yet. He's retired. Ask Jeff Gallup. No. I think he's retired. Well, who is ask he? Ask Bob Carr. Yeah, he's... They've all retired. Ask Steve Brax. Why would he mention all these people who've retired? Ask Jeff Gallup. Oh, oh it's exhausting. Ask Bob Carr. What a regime doing this Ask show. the Labor yep. Party. <laughs> no wonder we're so tired at this end of the year party. answering those questions. Uh, people making requests for things we've played over the last two years and people going further back, right back into the vaults. Really? From 10 or 12 years ago. I don't remember doing that this show 10 or 12 years ago, Tony. It was piloted for 10 years, if you remember. <laughs> Absolutely. Finally, right. it was broadcast. <laughs> but uh, people wanted to hear a bit more of Blast FM, which is a series of sketches I rather foolishly did in the 90s because it was all about, um, well, I don't want to suggest it's a stereotype of community radio. We might be there soon, Tone, so That's don't... Right. Uh, let's not get too up them. We should be fouling our own nest, is that what you're saying? <laughs> okay, uh, let's cross once again to the professional studios of Blast FM. <laughs> ah, see, the light's busted. Is it? So you can't tell when the mic's on. Oh, right. See, mine's off at the moment. Right, so mine's off. Yeah, but if you hit that button there... See, I'm on now. Oh, yeah? You're off. Mate, the song's finished. Shit. Ah, uh, g'day. You're listening to Community Radio Blast FM, where every day is a blast. 
but it's, it's bugger. That thing is bugger. This is Mixed Platter, and I'm your host, Barry, filling in for Ted, who's filling in for Gunther on the Appalachian Thrash Metal and Crime Fiction Show, Hurdle 3am every 8th Wednesday. Um, Just before, we heard Tommy Emanuel, The Voyage of Discovery, and before that, it was still light outside. Don't forget to stay tuned after Mixed Platter for I'm a Lesbian and I Like Cajun Cooking, a fantastic new show uh, hosted by Rachel from out. I Like Myself, I Really Do. Then it's the Butt Blasters with their own <laughs> unique brand of comedy and swearing, followed by Think Global Act uh, Eventually, a new... Hello? Hi, Betty. This is Aiden from Now That's Indigenous. Hi, Aiden. Mate, your mic's off. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, hi, everyone. This is Blast FM. Now. Sorry. And it's time for our mystery sound. Isn't it a duck driving a Mr. Whippy van? Here it is. Well, it appears that we have... Sorry. I heard it was a duck driving a Mr. Whippy van. Oh, sorry. Wrong number there. Let's go to a break. Well, that was a nice break. And now... Michael Stein. Sorry. And now on Mixed Platter, it's time for today's brain teaser. Who is the lead singer of R.E.M.? Don't forget, we have a terrific prize. It's a dim sim from downstairs at the under new management CAF, where disappointment costs no more. Go ahead, call a one. Hello, it's Aiden again. Uh, I forgot my new swipe card number. Can you come down? We're trying to answer today's brain teaser. What, Michael Stipe? Uh, um, let's find out. Michael Stipe. Oh, uh, well, that should answer your question. Remember, the fun never stops here at Blast FM. Sorry. And here's what you're saying about mixed platter. Forget that. Let's have oh. some more. Oh, Tommy Emanuel. As always, let me point out, we're back on the professional station now. (laughs) More in a moment, I'll get this. That'll be new order. Yes, true faith. Here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Source. Infected source of the Get This podcast. That's where it all comes from, from this show. Oh, right. Whoa. So many bits and pieces filed down to make something new. That's how we uh, approach it here on the program. It's not the traditional way, just tops and tails. No. Cut off the bag announcers. No, we just use it as fuel for something new. Great. All new, I should really be saying. Okay. I just don't know what's in the one that's going up today. Sorry, Tony, you lost me at tops and tails. (laughs) Well, you know, just snipping off, that was Linkin Park, and here comes James Blunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just... Putting it in the podcast. So basically, you cut out all the dodgy things I say. Yeah, and reorder them. Fantastic. And make new jokes out of jokes that didn't work. All kinds of stuff (laughs) goes on. Thank you very much. Exhausting process. Okay, new one up today, triplem.com.au. It is a grab bag, a mystery bag, if you will. Certainly is. Mm. Matt Dower will finally get some sleep at the end of this year. And this is number 138? I think uh, 138's already up there, Rich. This will be 139. A lot of people emailing in uh, saying, where's Billy West? Uh, There was so much of him. He may require his own dedicated podcast. He was great. We're getting in there with the scissors. He was great, and uh, he'll be featuring in an upcoming. Un. Uh, but what about now? Um, what we were going to do is play Talkback Mountain. Complete madness. Oh. Absolute madness oh. to do that. Oh. You're wrong. Here's the music. <laughs> Thank you, Matty D. And it's not true. The goats will not be taken behind some screens with a shotgun in five and a half weeks. We wouldn't do that. No, they'll be let go to run free and release albums. 
Do you uh, get your news from the newspapers, uh, Egg Cavalier, or do you prefer the world of gossip and hearsay? Oh, I'm going to go newspapers, Tone. Yeah, see, a lot of people do that. Mm. They look in the papers and go, what's the news? Just choosing a story at random. Chorus of scorn drowns Gordon Brown. Mm. Gordon Brown, it's the public have turned on him in England already. already. They're already saying, Gordon Brown. <laughs> it's fun to say. <laughs> Gordon Brown. <laughs> Give it a go. But no, listen to this in the paper today. Gossip is a more powerful communication tool than the truth. Ooh. A study shows. Suggesting people believe what they hear through the grapevine. Round the campfire, as Richard likes to say. Yes. Even if they have evidence to the contrary. That's true. That's insane. You know, stuff gets around. That Richard Gere business with the gerbils. No, still getting around. <laughs> yeah. Not true, apparently. You'll still hear it from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. So today we're saying, what have you heard? Yes. I know on other stations it's called the rumour file, but we've retitled no, no, it, we've rebadged it, we've rebanded it, we've re-something that... Repositioned it. Repositioned the brand. We've migrated it, we've migrated it into our show. We've it's rotated it. Bit of knowledge capture happened, it's all mm. new. Okay. What have you heard? I'm just looking in the, um, the women's magazines. Oh, here's what I've heard. Karl Lagerfeld, Uh-oh. not actually alive, replaced two years ago by an animatronic dummy. <laughs> Have wow. a look at the look at that picture. You tell me I'm wrong. Way, hey there, Leatherface. <laughs> What's with the collars right up to there? Yeah, you can't What's see, going on. Can't see any of his skin. He's operated by wires, invisible wires. Yeah, yeah, you little puppet master. Okay, that's what I've heard. Okay. Yes. What have you heard, Ed? Well, you know I live in a fairly salubrious part of town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other day I came home and there was a gentleman. It's about 3 a.m. and I was uh, I wandered in and he was standing in our front doorway just underneath the lights. But I could only I could see him from the back. And he was kind of moving his hand. Going, and I said, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> hi. Uh, I live here. Do, do, do you? Or what's, how are you? And he turned around and he had a flavoured milk and a stick. And he goes... Someone took me straw, and now I've got to use this stick to bust open me milk, just using your light. And I said, well, away you go. Cue about five minutes of him jabbing blindly at it until he finally kind of jabbed it into the side, sucked off his, uh, you know, his, uh, the rest of his milk, and off he went. Golden Brad. <laughs> okay, so it can be Karl Lagerfeld's <laughs> animatronic, or it can be man uses stick yeah. to drink flavoured milk. Yeah. What are we going to do with all these stories, Ed? Wow, well, Tone, I'm glad you asked. Fuel. We're going to fuel a promise. One of Ed's broken promises. Absolutely Another right. Another one coming true at last. Is this the online magazine? Yeah, the online magazine Yep. Uh, called... Uh, Get That. That'll do. Uh, called Get That is going to go up. All of these stories yeah. and captions will be attached. Sources will be added. Pals will be added oh, in our yeah. own new weekly style magazine. The Insiders. <laughs> yep. Okay, uh, that's all going to be online. We need more... Uh, stories. Rich, what have you heard? Well, I've heard some gossip that perhaps the worm won't be used in this upcoming debate between the Prime Minister and Kevin Rudd. Oh. Um, because I've done a survey in the paper, they're still debating about whether or not to use the worm. Uh, 43% like the worm, 44% of people say they're not a fan of the worm, and the remaining 13% say the worm has had a successful 11 years in the role of Prime Minister <laughs> and he could consider stepping down. There you go. There you Possibly. go. I don't know. Would you like some local goss, maybe? Down local the street, gosh. yeah, yeah. Local down the gosh, street, I've, I've noticed that a family have moved out <laughs> yeah. uh, of oh, their house. Moved out, moved a- out. And word on the street, yeah, on the street, is that the ice lab. The father has left the family for his son's girlfriend. Whoa! Oh, give that a war. But it, no, it gets absolutely better. Yeah, well, it's you. It gets more delicious. Oh. Yes. Um, she has had his baby. Oh, oh God. And she has now left the father oh. for the son again and is pregnant again with his oh. it's just oh, It's just all very... How s- are you going to get out of that situation, Rich? <laughs> I don't know. I'm oh, sorry, it's down the road. It's yeah, it's down the road. Down the street, okay. <laughs> so that's really good stuff. Keep it local if you want. Yeah, local, international, whatever. We just want to know what have you heard and could it make a dramatic headline in Get That, our new upcoming online magazine. And if we dig it, you're going to get Kath and Kim Series 4 on DVD. Comes out today in your hot little hand, listeners. Fantastic. Call us now with what have you heard, One triple three five three. That's Lincoln Park Numb here at Get This around the nation on Triple M. We're simply asking you, what have you heard? Mm. Now, it's a dangerous question to float because um, lawyers have to enter the studio and there's not a lot that can go to air. What have people heard? 
Uh, hi, Brent. How are you? <laughs> Good. Yourself? Excellent. What have you heard? Well, uh, I've heard uh, it's a, an interesting coincidence that uh, get, this is finishing up on the 23rd of November. Mm. The federal election is on the uh, 24th of November. Yeah, it is odd. The whisper is that uh, you three boys are going to be backbenchers in the, in the new Labor, new Rudd uh, Labor government. Oh, backbenchers. Well, I am running for Eden Monaro, as you know, Brent. <laughs> uh, what would we have to do? What does a backbencher really do? Uh, snouts in the trough, well, that's the kind of thing, I think. So uh, probably trough. probably not much different uh, than what you normally do, getting yeah. around in your black thunders, that kind of thing. Ooh. Sure. Politically speaking, I'm more of a grey power man. But <laughs> you are, that's true. Would Arch Beavis have to move oh, somewhere? I hope not. We... I wouldn't want to displace Arch Beavis. No. I could uh, say here, here. Does yeah. that qualify That's me? right. Just a bit of heckling from the back row. Yeah, yeah. Just throwing a few, how comes? <laughs> Assault! Assault! All right, Brent, thanks very Assault! much. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll let you know how we go, how our tilt for Parliament goes. G'day. All right, good luck. Thank right. you. It's good stuff. Oh, everyone gets right. Kath and Kim Series 4 on DVD. Hi, Kevin, how are you? Oh, good afternoon, gentlemen. What have you heard? Um, I've heard there is a vicious rumour um, sweeping through Wollongong at the moment that at 4pm on November 23, the High Rollers room of the Kershaw Arms is going to close. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Now, we thought we were just making it up that there is a high rollers room called the Kershaw Arms, the pub in Wollongong. It's absolutely true, apparently, yeah? Oh, look, yeah, it's, it's there. It has to be seen to be believed. And what do they do down there? What what happens? Not a lot. Sweet FA. Is it that um, thing where, because it's an international high rollers room, it's sort of like diplomatic immunity? You can do whatever you want in there? Yeah, well, people just go there to smoke. There's no gambling, actually. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> they just go there to smoke. All right, give that man a Kathy no, Kim I DVD. Believe, I believe budget constraints have led to the closure. Yeah, well, that's what ha- that does happen, Kevin. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very much. So I've that's heard. what I read in the paper, but unfortunately, it's not what I was told. So, no. uh, <laughs> anyway... Uh, I have to point out, if you are a fan of Nick uh, Kershaw's work... I thought you'd say this. ...and you don't live in Adelaide the second hour... Yeah. ...and the next hour... You're in luck. Yeah, there's some gold coming out. Some real Kersh coming up. G'day, Carlo. G'day, mate. I've just heard that um, Britain Spears is going to be spiritually cleansed by an Indian um, witch doctor, so to speak. Oh, where did you hear that, Carlo? Oh, actually, I'm in Brisbane, and they were mentioning that this morning on the radio, but... Oh, the cage. Right. Yeah, I I don't... don't exactly find that hard at all to believe. Yeah. Mm. So she's so desperate, she's heading for the witch doctors now. So what's I going think, on? I think so, yeah. Okay. Now, Carlo, are you a fan of her getting out of car work? <laughs> I, yeah, well, I, I do look. <laughs> <laughs> I do look. What a gentleman you are. I do browse at it. <laughs> yeah, but do you think this is just another ploy to maybe uh, lose all rights whatsoever for the kids? <laughs> uh, well, I think it's going to get that way, eh? Hey? Only yeah. a witch doctor. No. See, yeah. she, w- she did her best to get rid of the kids, mm. but the problem is she has to have custody every two weeks. Ah, oh, that's... Yeah. So she's got to ramp yeah, up the nutty a... behaviour so she can lose them all together. <laughs> thank you, Carlo. Get so, on, get on. Oh, see you later, bro. How, thank him for that, man. Hey, Mark, how are you? Oh, I'm good, fellas. I'm good. What have you heard? Well, I've heard that Kevin Rudd is actually the Mark II of the Carl Stefanovic robot. Dear, oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Now... Uh, I have to say, we've been floating this theory for two years that Carl Stefanovic is a robot. Mm. Um, do you think it's actually true? I think there's some truth to it. He seems to be stuck in a bit of a loop, old Kevin. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you see, say, so, okay, so Kevin. Right. Have we got any response from Mr. Stefanovic to that idea? Like, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll run that. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if that is the Kevbot 2000. <laughs> Too cute by half. Yes, thank you, Mark. Thank you, everyone. Looking hairy-chested for an android, sir. Mm. Uh, but you're right. Everyone gets Kath and Kim. Not as salacious as I thought it would uh, be, Tony. Well, there was a lot that couldn't go to air. I sure was. Gee, there was a lot about <laughs> you, I have to say. Yes, yeah, good to... Uh, <laughs> woo! All right. <laughs> what have you heard about Ed Cavalier? Yeah. I don't think I did say that. <laughs> let's not... Uh, let's not... <laughs> yeah, woo! Songs! Uh, we... <laughs> We have a treat in the next yeah, hour. Yeah, very lucky. Yes, this yes. man was on the show earlier in the year, and I'm amazed he's come back for more. It's Daniel Kitson. Get this. It is in bad taste, and uh, it will be offensive. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. I want cause I can if I don't because I wanna You've come to the right program for jazz flute by the step and the board because I'm gonna It's the second hour of Get This Around the Nation on Triple M and someone's come back for more. It's Daniel Kitts and I can't believe Hello, hello everybody. Hello. <laughs> You've joined us on a very odd week, I have to say, Daniel. <laughs> uh 
Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> yes, the witch is winding up in about five and a half weeks. Nothing to do with your uh, previous appearance, which has proved very popular in podcast form, I well, have to say. That is very kind of you, but I do have a track record of getting people sacked. Is that right? Who have you uh, white-handed previously? Uh, let me have a think. Um, I had dinner with Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, just before she went a bit wonky. Haitian um, um, dictator Papa Dr. Valley. I hear you were there at the end. Me and him had an excellent game of Scramble, <laughs> and then and, 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 and then I phoned him up and said, "How about?" How about another game of Scramble? He said, no can do. <laughs> been ousted. <laughs> Otherwise occupied. I've been ousted. I can't play Scramble now. Dan, you're in town with a show which Ed Cavalier has seen. Fantastic. Uh, called C90. Yeah, yeah. Great been- show awesome show. He's been raving about it all day and not in the usual radio way where you haven't actually seen it at all and you just lie. <laughs> yeah. The I've actually seen it yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's a new thing I'm trying. Yeah. You to go, actually go and see the stuff. Maybe that's why you've been sacked. I knew it. Far too much <laughs> genuine honesty. <laughs> Never goes down well uh, in this time slot. Now, also, uh, compilation tapes. That's, I'm not saying that that's necessarily the meat of the show, but it's certainly on the poster. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the sizzle. Well, yeah, that, 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 that's that sort of the, the canvas on which the painting of the narrative is deployed. Oh, really? very yeah, nice. Yeah, we yeah, love yeah, a nice. painting yeah, narrative. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, we're working canvases here. I'm doing that, yeah. yeah. Talking oil paintings, I'm good. Well, like here, we have a canvas of jazz flute. <laughs> yeah, we certainly do. And I think it's gone on a tad long. So yeah, let's uh, give the player a break and we're going to be back with Daniel Kitson and we're going to be talking about things that you're hoarding Ooh. at your place, legal or otherwise. Otherwise, yes, I've just forgotten how to speak now that we're winding up. It's Get This on Triple M. Is that the uh, Shadow Minister for the Environment once again? Yes. What's that? Uh, yes, it was. Duetting with Brian Boyd. Of course, mm. King of the Mountain. Nicely done, Mr. Marsden, on the buttons. It's the second hour of Get This. Myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier's here, Richard Marsden pushing yeah. buttons, and Daniel Kitson oh. is back for more. <laughs> Just checking our list of songs. Yeah, yes, yeah, we'll yeah. laminate a copy. You can take cool. that with you. Cool. Cool. Second hour. Oh, yeah. All killer. This is all killer. <laughs> I'm not sure what that song was, but it was killer. <laughs> that was uh, Midnight Oil. Lots of lots of music. Yeah. yeah lots of... <laughs> Lots and lots of music and knots and knots of get this. <laughs> it's an odd week for you to join us, but we're, we're so glad that you've come back. That might become the slogan for the whole station. I'm hoping. We're the station without get this. <laughs> Just an X through us and a laughing monkey off to the side. Uh, now, Dan, you were here earlier in the year with It's the Fireworks Talking, a fantastic yeah. oh, show yeah. which uh, could possibly be described as stand-up. Yeah. But you have an alternative career as yourself doing other kinds of shows, the latest of which is C90. Ed Cavalier saw her last night. I'm sorry. Just, You've burnt yourself uh, on your beverage, uh, haven't you? I've, I've, I've overestimated the heat-absorbing capacity of my mouth <laughs> and I took a sip of tea at an inopportune moment <laughs> and it really hurt, but I'm fine now. This right, is the show, I think good. we've had a record number of injuries. Ed Cavalier hurt his knee. My thinking knee, too. Severely, twice on the show yeah. yesterday. Electrocuted himself only three weeks ago, live on air. Proved to be the most popular thing we've ever done. <laughs> Been wanting repeat performances of that. Exactly how did you electrocute? I had a remote. Well, I had a remote controlled helicopter. Well, you could hear it if you like. I, I, I would absolutely love to. He had a remote control helicopter, and the aerial of it just touched the microphone. Yeah. And here's what happened. Uh, step four: leave the controller to the chopper at least five meters far away. Now the antenna is currently touching. Ah! <laughs> <It's electrocuted>. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Let's have it again. But okay. I find the most disturbing thing about that clip is not that he electrocutes himself. It's my unbridled glee. <laughs> the it's the hardest I've ever heard you laugh, Tony. <laughs> it's, it's the best noise in the world. It was very, all right, one more time for people who wanted as a ringtone. 
Uh, step four, leave the controller to the chopper at least five metres far away. Now, the antenna's currently touching. <laughs> 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 what happened there? I mean, there's Every, not many no, ways. There's not many ways you can hurt yourself doing a radio show, no. I have to say. And every time I hear that, Daniel, my teeth hurt a bit, like they did the time it happened. Oh, <laughs> Gets yeah. you right in the teeth, that electrocution. Uh, they, it, it, it's like when um, when a crying baby makes uh, makes a lady's breasts hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah lactate. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, yeah that happens. I've often heard those words yeah. used to describe this program. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like when a crying baby <laughs> makes a makes a lady's breath like Why was on that Triple M on a billboard? <laughs> what were some of our billboard slogans? I mean, if we had you know more cut through on the billboards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's where you went wrong. Yeah, yeah that might have been it. You, you've got to focus on the billboard. <laughs> so I think the billboard said, "Not them again." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was our catchphrase uh, when we came back. Yeah. You tried the old self-deprecating that, tactic. That blows up in your face yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every oh, time. The, they're big fans of self-deprecation <laughs> on commercial radio. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got to uh, go to a song so that um, <laughs> so that you can fire a fire extinguisher into your own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. I'll get this. Hello. I think it's terrific. Yes, let's see how uh, far we've come here again. This around the nation on Triple M Matchbox Twenty, as you well know. Daniel Kitson is sitting in. I'd like to say that I don't see how anything can be more interesting than that song. <laughs> We'll run the comparison test later. <laughs> are things more interesting than Matchbox 20? Because if they are, you can drop the Matchbox 20 song. That's what I read mm. in an interview with our group program director on the weekend. Okay. Great so, guy. I think everything should be subjected to that comparison test from now on. Absolutely. You'll need that song queued up. Yeah. But, Daniel, you were just telling us you've been partaking of some Australian culture while you're here. Have you been on the Puffing Billy? I have been on the right. Puffing Billy. It was Not incredible. surfing, I hope. <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. It was genuinely, genuinely brilliant. And I told, like, a few people that, um, uh, uh, we're going to go on Puffing Billy. They were like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's very cute. Oh, it's very... Uh, yeah, blah, right. Blah, blah. And I was... I was very, very giddy. <laughs> and uh, and then in the park where we had a picnic, we saw a duck fall off a bench trying to get some bread. It was one of the funniest <laughs> things. It was genuinely, genuinely brilliant. It was like, funk. It was like, it was genuinely... And did it, did it, how did it react? Did it seem embarrassed or ready for more? It sort of looked as though it was staring us out for laughing at it. It was all like, what, what? Well, I saw bread and I went for bread. That's the life of a duck, yeah? <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> Do you uh, often find when you're down here you see things that you would never see on your side of the world? Well, we've got ducks. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but they're really sure-footed ducks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. so, full of uh, themselves? Yeah, yeah. They're just strutting around. <laughs> Quite often, they moonwalk. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, but uh, the, 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 You've got those birds here with the... Um... Oh, the ibis birds? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they're freaky. Like they're brilliant things. Yeah. Do you like them? Yeah. What does the ibis brilliant. bird do? They're, they're sort of like... Uh, they sort mm. of stand up. They're quite tall. Mm. And they're then they're... big, long beaks on Yeah, them. on the front. And they're, right. they hang around the zoo in Sydney a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely demonstrated, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I know there, of course. Yes, I'm a master of the radio form. I just did a visual <laughs> impression of an ibis Beautiful. Bird. That'll be available on the podcast. <laughs> and they've sort of got gimp-like leather faces, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah the of the leather face about them. Gimp like leather face. Little bit eyes wide well, shut. I'll be their honest, faces. I've never thought of an ibis in that way before. <laughs> They've sort of got a gimp like leather face. It is a short step from that to forcing yourself upon an ibis. <laughs> I prefer the ducks, they fall over for you. <laughs> now, would you like to force yourself on an ibis? You go to the right program. Then. Uh, Daniel, I know. You're one of these people who doesn't really show up in a lot of stuff. You don't see you acting in other people's work, do no, you? No. But I've found a clip, and I hope you won't mind if we play a bit of your acting. You no, it's absolutely fine. I'm a powerful actor. I'm uh, <laughs> from New Zealand, and there's a group there called Flight of the Concords, yes. a very amusing uh, comedy musical parody duo, if you like. 
Uh, although that sounds a bit weird, Al Yankovic, I shouldn't say that. It's more sort of folk music, really, isn't yeah. it? How would you describe it? Awesome. Awesome, there, there it go. is. Absolutely. They did a radio series, and that led to a series on HBO, which I'm assuming is going to be played in this country at some point. Hmm. You showed up in an episode of their radio show playing a, a, a nightclub act called Dan and the Panda. Do you remember this? <laughs> yes, I do remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and Flight of the Concords were your support act, and I've got a clip here of you instructing them how to be your support act. Let's have a listen. Now, listen, I don't know what the chuffing hell you thought you were doing in Manchester, but for me, that, that's not what I'm employing you for. I'm perfectly happy to let you go on at the start because I like the look of you, you're just starting out, right? I'm, I'm fine with that. But what happened in Manchester was a bleeding disgrace. What did we do wrong there? Well, what, did we what, do wrong? what did you do wrong? Well, that's an interesting question, young man, but I'll tell you what you did wrong. Absolutely everything. What you did right was nothing. Okay. Right? Sorry about that. Well, you know, sorries are all well and good. Uh, but what the chuff am I going to tell an audience when I go on and go, hey, sorry about that. There you go. Sorry's don't mean not to us, mate. We've paid good money. We've, paid good, we've saved up for this and we paid good money. Right? You're good, your panda's great, but them two, what the chuff in Nora were that? And then, Liverpool, other end of the spectrum, wasn't it, Liverpool? From the sublime to the bloody chuffing ridiculous, wasn't it? Eh? Oh, Liverpool, Liverpool. I, I walk on, not that, you know, all the bankers, hey! Where's the panda? You know, nothing. Do you know why? Because we're calling for more from you, Chuffers. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. How am I going to look at the panda? Eh? And tell him, well, I'm sorry about that, but that wasn't my fault, panda. Eh? So you want us to be not too bad, but not too good? I want you to hit what I like to call the middle ground. Don't stink it up, but don't blow the roof off. Right? Keep them warm. Keep them ready. So you want us to be mediocre? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's it. That's easy, actually. Uh, that's absolutely on the button, but consistently mediocre. Mediocre without peaks and troughs. Okay. Right? That sounds hard. No flashes of brilliance in the mediocrity, lads, because that's, that's not what I've come here for. Opening acts are mediocre. Headline acts, Dan and the Panda, they're quality. From the get-go to the let-go. <laughs> Beautiful work, Daniel. <laughs> Uh, was that based on advice that you've been given? Because obviously when you were starting out, you would have supported bigger names, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I got, I, I, I was consistently told to aim for mediocrity in the middle ground. <laughs> wow. And I managed that. <laughs> How would you like a job in radio? Uh, we'll be back in the moment to talk about hoarding things on Get This. Triple M. Oh, there you go. I think. Just wind it up if you could, Queen and David Bowie. Stolen from Vanilla Ice, as we well know. Absolutely. All right. Oh, that's just you clicking those fingers, Richard. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Daniel Kitson is with us on Get This here at Triple M, and uh, he... He does have a show called C90. It's mm. currently on in Melbourne. Excellent show. We are going to have to mention it at some point. It's a story. It's not stand-up. That's pretty much all we need to say about yeah. it. It's, it's a story and it's not stand-up and it's quite moving, but it's also quite funny. Ed's seen it. I agree with all of that. Yeah. Yep. All fact. It does concern a man with a large number of compilation tapes that yeah. can't be denied. Yeah, that's his job. Yeah. That's his job is to, uh, to catalogue and record all the discarded compilation tapes. Are you it's, someone who... It's a brilliant conceit, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. A wonderful yeah. canvas. Yeah. Did you bring uh, several thousand compilation tapes yourself from England for uh, the show? It's, it's, it's got a set which is a four-metre-high wall with just over 5,000 tapes glued into it. Oh, and did you build that yourself by hand? Yes, I built it myself by hand from matches. <laughs> wow. No, I had a set designer and a set builder and some wonderful technicians who construct the set on site. Well, oh. we thought this would be as good a <laughs> excuse. Oh. Yeah. What was that? Oh. On site. Oh. Very impressed by oh. set construction. Oh. Yeah. Cooperation. Yeah. Oh. Like the idea Collaborative of on site. Oh, yeah, one by it. one? One by one? Like in glue, in glue, that kind of deal? Oh, no, I glued them all in. Yeah, but, see, but, that's uh, I, uh, Well, no, not all of them, but... The, the vast majority of my glued in, firstly using contact adhesive. That didn't work, mm. which we found out the first time we moved the set. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we had... Happy day. <laughs> then we had to use uh, some hard as, hard as nails adhesive. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it really hard as nails? Oh, yeah, you, you don't want to mess with it. No, of course not. <laughs> It'll go, you. That's, that's the exact noise it makes. There you go. Can we, can we bag that up? We'll be needing that in future yeah. editions. Key phrase.
Uh, we're going to talk today about hoarding things, Daniel. Hoarding things. No, we'll have a whole session of this later. <laughs> we do a segment here called Prelude to a Fart. That's the kind of intellectual program it is. Uh, are you someone who hoards things? That you're a mad collector of certain objects? Well, I've just had to move out of my house. I tried to, 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 to buy my flat from my landlord, and he wouldn't let me. And and I didn't want to have to to pack up all my stuff because I thought I'd find it really sad. I basically yeah, yeah, yeah. just hold no one particular thing, but just all things that I have got any sort of just e- even the slightest emotional attachment to, just go, I can never throw that away. Yeah, right? That will have to go in a box forever, <laughs> and so will that. Right, I have a house full of boxes. Of, uh, are we allowed to say the... Uh, the, the which word? <laughs> I think we can say the S word, yes. Yes, I think you can. The game oh, Give all, it a whirl. I've got a house full of shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it feels good. <laughs> Feel 30 <laughs> seconds before the kitties get out of school. Oh, Nicely yeah. timed. Yeah. Uh, is this something that you do, Ig Cavalier? I know you've been thrown out of a couple of properties uh, during the course of this show. No, a few things I've said on air have got me evicted. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. What, like, oh, electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would bring up things that we would say, you know, like house meetings. We had a house meeting because I was leaving too much sweet potato on the bench. Yeah. I brought it up. Yeah, on a national forum, it needs to be canvassed before an audience. Out. <laughs> I think that's fair enough, to be honest. I think that's terrible behaviour. Yeah, no, you have fair. to draw a line between your home life and your work life. Absolutely right. <laughs> I've been Same blurring way. those lines and paying the that's price. Right. But when, I was, I, when I was a kid, I used to want to do that thing where you jump through, on my bike, I wanted to jump through a box, you know, like a, a bunch of boxes. Yeah, like yeah, I saw yeah, in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't get hold of boxes because I was a kid. Could yeah. get hold of little juice boxes, poppers. Right, yeah, yeah. The idea was to stick them all together yeah. in a giant wall. Oh, and then, oh, yes, yes. bang, crash yeah. through, everyone cheers. Yeah. Who knows what I'd get? A lolly snake. Yeah. Uh, but always, if you try and put the thing, the idea was if the little bit of glue at the top and the back that puts the, uh, you know, the, that holds the straw on, mm-hmm. if I could get that to the top and that would make glue, therefore making the wall. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get one line, you try and put a, another line over, mm. yeah. doesn't work. So essentially it was just me trying to bunny hop one very low row of singular <laughs> boxes well, on a bike. YouTube friendly, YouTube friendly. <laughs> Absolutely YouTube friendly. I we made need, it though. We need footage of that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You've got to hold on to your dreams. Absolutely. Who's laughing now? Yeah. Mr. Marslet. Yes. What have you been hoarding? I've got so much stuff in my house. Floppy disks for some reason I can't throw them away. Yeah, right. right. What am I using them for? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I don't know. <laughs> What's up with that? What is literally up with that? What is the deal with the floppy disks? Uh, an old microwave oven. I can't get rid of that. Oh, Does it yeah. work? Uh, no, it doesn't work. Oh, no, yeah. I just can't. I Damn. can't get rid of it. Don't let children climb into it. I've had it for seven years. <laughs> Bolted shut. Yeah. Uh, what about little inserts from fortune cookies? I put oh, them yeah. in my wallet where the pictures should go, oh. and they get me through my day. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, well, that, that really treads a fine line between charming and pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> As does so much on this fine program. Your chance to jump aboard, listeners. What are you hoarding? What can't you throw away? What are you holding on to? One triple three five three. Get this. Inviting uh, residents of aged care facilities to uh, so-called vaudeville afternoons. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Oh, it's get this. It's still on around the nation on Triple M. Daniel Kitson is with us. Hooray! Seeking to be <laughs> impressed by members of the public who are hoarding things. Who's got something, Ed? G'day, Mick. Hey, hey, Dad. How you going, man? All right. What are you hoarding? Um, well, I don't know about hoarding, but I can't get rid of my missus and kids. Hey, oh. hey. <laughs> bit of fun. <laughs> bit, <laughs> bit of slightly damaging fun. <laughs> What's, what are they doing that's uh, causing you so much grief? Um, well, you know, just general living. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> every time I think about it, there's always some reason I think, oh, no, poor buggers, I can't really chuck them away. Yeah, fair oh, enough. I think you're a, you're a, you're a... Do you sound like a model father and husband? I <laughs> try, <laughs> I try. What's the answer? Just getting all your belongings into a handkerchief, tying it up around a stick, and just heading the road. Absolutely. Yeah, probably the answer, and that'll learn them. L- littlest hobo style. Thank you, Mick. Hello, right. David, how are you? Hi, Ed. How are we? Uh, excellent. What are you hoarding? Going to miss the show, guys. Oh, oh, good on you, Dave. Oh, yeah. That's right, David. Start a I'm, petition. Change the I'm world. Sending, I'm sending in letter bombs as we speak. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Send them to Richard Marsland's office. <laughs> <laughs> if you could. What are you yeah. hoarding, apart from um, letter bombs? Baseball caps. Oh, yes. How oh, far yeah. back do you go? 
Oh, I go back to about mid nineties, and I've got about oh between seven fifty and eight hundred. Wow. wow! Are they all like uh, sporting teams, or have they got other things oh, as well? Like companies sporting and... and beer and hardware stuff, and mm. got one from Augusta Golf Course. Which was are they all gym in the? Uh, 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 oh, I see. Oh, hang on. Uh, do you keep them in in like a cr- 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 chronological order or something? Well, I've got them all in their allocated areas. If they're alcohol, they're in that, and if they're <laughs> hardware, they're in that. <laughs> right. right. And the system, yeah. what what is the jewel in the crown, sir? I would have to be the, the one from the 2000 Masters from Augusta, Augusta Golf Course. Yeah, yeah right. fair That's enough. Temperature one. controlled, safe for that one. <laughs> uh, I think we can do better than this. Thank you, David. G'day, Stuart. How are you? Hello there, Ed. How are you oh, guys oh, going? Excellent. Uh, what are you hoarding? Oh, man. I still got my um, my Harvey Comics. For oh, Harvey okay. Comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Now, Daniel, did they have Harvey Comics in England? <laughs> no, but he has an incredibly dirty sounding voice about <laughs> yeah. Harvey Comics. <laughs> oh, oh, I've still got my Harvey Comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at them now, and I don't know what I'm going to do with them. So I'm looking at this. Uh, hot stuff. Have you got hot stuff? Uh, no, actually, I, I was more down your track, I think, Tony, with Spooky. No, yeah, Spooky. Spooky and Casper. Spooky. Uh, Ghost, what's holding the bowl hat on there? I don't know. It's transparent. That shouldn't be floating. <laughs> it was, uh, who else? Little Dot? Little Audrey? Uh, no, no, I stuck mostly to the um, supernatural. So it was Wendy oh, yeah, and Wendy. the ghostly trio and all those guys yeah. there. Should no ring, no bells, uh, Daniel? Uh, no, absolutely not. Because you're from the country of Sid Snake, really, aren't you? And uh, I, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> the about. The Caesar, the Beano. Oh yeah, those yeah, sort of comics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we had uh, we had things like that. Wizard yeah. chips. <laughs> that was one of yours. Yeah, I I used to get a comic called the Buster comic, and on one day there was a story about a a man who'd invented a powder that made anything delicious Ooh. and he put it on his front lawn <laughs> and his son mowed his lawn by by chomping on the grass <laughs> and he's going chomp 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 this is so delicious I, I, and i still now even now when i think about that think mm. <laughs> like, like some grass right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. yeah. And it's a true story. Who's got another collection? Finally Mark, how are you? Hello lads, how are you? Excellent. What are you hoarding? Hey. Um, I'm hoarding old video games, and look, I know Tony was addicted to Tetris there at one stage yeah. in his life, and I'm a big Game Boy fan. Oh, yes, yeah. well, I, I think I mentioned this a few times, but I got so addicted to Tetris, I would drive Tetris. <laughs> so I'd be driving up the street, and if there was a gap between two cars, I'd just have to veer over and fill it in. Make the noise. And do the noise yeah. in the car. <laughs> and occasionally slam a handbrake, turn on it, Absolutely. To, to spin it around and go in sideways. <laughs> You're not going to do it properly. Don't do it at all. Absolutely. But what's, uh, Tell me, uh, Mark, sorry, sorry, Tony, yes. Mark, do you have... Have Super International Cricket on uh, Super Nintendo? Oh, I do actually. I have that. Is that the one with uh, who was on the cover of that? Was it? Uh, oh, oh God, I can't remember the name of them now. But they always put some star. I think Shane Warne was on a cover later no, no, on. Yeah, but no, he was too early. Carl I think Rackerman. It, no, yes, Rackerman. Yes. All right, that is an impressive bunch of collectors. We've got to pr- find a prize from Thank the Prize all. King's Cave yes. for all of them. Well, it, 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 for that man who mocked my speech yes, impediment, he shouldn't win anything. No, he's getting no, except for that He man. shouldn't win anything. I'm he's sorry about that, Daniel. He's a bully. He's a cap-hoarding bully. We don't normally go that cheap <laughs> on this program. Deserve. It's no wonder you got a sack if you've got listeners like that. Oh. Horrible, horrible man. We will win you back with 80 synth pop. Woo! That'll be next. So get this. Oh, thank you very much, Kiss Chasey. Right. Here, get this. Daniel Kitson, <laughs> popular entertainer of the day, is attempting to do an arm fart. I didn't realise we were back live. Sorry about that. <laughs> now, let's get back to the classy material. Uh, you would be aware, I'm assuming, uh, that we have a big drought in this country, Daniel. Yes, I, I am aware. I had to have a two-minute shower in Brisbane, oh. which was a bit longer than my normal shower. Hey. Hello, hey. That's, that's the British for you. Well, the British have come to the rescue as far as uh, this show is concerned because last year we were going, what can we do to cheer up people in the outback in drought-stricken areas? And the answer came immediately, get Nick Kershaw onto the back of a flatbed truck with three synthesizers yeah. and send him town to town cheering people up. It's obvious now you say it. So, so many people want to hear this again. I don't know why. We've played it a few times. For one final outing, let's send Nick Kershaw to the outback. So, when was the last time any of you saw a decent rain on any of these crops? Oh, please, please, one at a time, you, sir. Oh, look, in the last two years, we'll be lucky to see more than... Hang on. 
Can you hear that? What is... Oh, my God, it's a flatbed truck. And on the back, is that a man in pirate pants playing three synthesizers at once? Excuse me, who are you? Ladies and gentlemen, that man up there playing those free synthesizers simultaneously has the answer to your problems. Nick, give him a chase. See, that sounds like a guitar. That is a synthesizer as well. Uh, please, impressive synthesizer solos are all very well, That's but uh, who is that? You mean you don't know? <laughs> I'm sure these fine gentlemen know who he is. Allow me to explain. There's a man with three synthesizers strapped to a truck And he drives around the outback bringing farmers luck He's a frontline combatant in the fight against drought With his drums so hexagonal and sultry pal I think you've guessed that's right, it's Nick Kershaw Take it away, Nick I've got two strong He has That's who? Yes, but listen. Looking for This talk about the tree by the river before. We had flock of seagulls through last month. Yes, I mean, Mr Kershaw's obvious keyboard dexterity aside, what does he really know about the problems here on the land? Nick? I think this should convince you of Mr Kershaw's ecological credentials. Mother nature isn't in it. I think we have a fairly good grasp of the situation, everybody. Mr Kershaw's sunny synth pop optimism is of very little use to families facing bankruptcy. I mean, Nick, putting your extraordinary synthesizer mastery aside for a tick, I mean, do you have any idea what it's like out here? Uh, hang on a sec. No, no, let him speak. We've got a pretty hearty out here, Kershaw. What do you say to that? Look, Mr. Kershaw, please, despite your obvious skills on more than one keyboard simultaneously, what exactly are you proposing here? Uh, what Nick is saying is leave it. Leave all this and move into, say, new romantic style synthesized entertainment. Oh, can't leave all this. Kershaw. Yeah, and you know what we're up against no. down here? Well, I don't know. What do you reckon, lads? Hey, he's got a point. His eyeline is quite convincing. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess we can give it a crack. Yeah. Everybody. Wouldn't it be good to be Nick Kershaw? Living off the synth and not the land. Yeah. Let's all move to town and start a synthesizer band. Who says we don't take the music seriously? <laughs> You've underappreciated uh, your fellow countrymen, I'm sure, for I, years. I had no idea. <laughs> well, I, I had no idea what he was capable of. <laughs> Back to wind things up in a moment here. Right here. Oh, you haven't got anything queued up, Mr. Muzzin. You're going to have to no sing one, a no. Dexy's Midnight no Runners song live for three and a half minutes. Can you do it? Let me try this. <laughs> oh, How's that? Close, very close. <laughs> 
Oh, there it is. The extended mix of Come On, Eileen. Time to sign off here again. This Daniel Kitson. I really fancy. drugged a bit, though. I know. <laughs> Too many bridges. Uh, Mr. Kitson, where can people see you if they're in Melbourne? I understand you've been around most of the country. At the Arts Centre in the Arts Festival doing art. That's right. It's very arty. Scene yeah. 90 is the show you want to book for. Great it's show. on until Saturday, the 27th of October. Oh, you get along to that. Definitely. Book through Ticketmaster. Thanks for being with us. Uh, do you mind if we uh, bot, uh, bag you up for a bit of uh, podcasting? That's, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a melancholy pleasure. It huh. certainly has. And I'd just like to say we've got two key phrases to choose from. Firstly, and of course, uh, this one here. What the Joffin Nora with that? <laughs> <laughs> And we'll be back tomorrow with, oh, Peace Smith. Right. He'll give us some professional industry advice, and it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power, China mm-hmm. Hutch, and long blonde locks. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all out in you know. it's, it's been a melancholy pleasure. It huh. certainly has, and I'd just like to say we've got two key phrases to choose from. Firstly... And of course, uh, this one here. What the Joffin Nora with that? <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with our oh, Peace Smith. Right. He'll give us some professional industry advice, and it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power, China Hutch, and long blonde locks. <laughs> <laughs>